You're listening to Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing, the evidence-based podcast that will seriously improve your game. Whether it's building self-confidence, enhancing resilience, or simply understanding how to handle pressure best, this podcast will help you. I'm Roberto Forzoni, a performance psychologist working with world and Olympic champions and a consultant with the BBC. Welcome. Building self-confidence level 10. More sources of confidence. In the previous modules, we've explored the big four sources of confidence. Now, in the next two, we'll give you eight more sources to add to your confidence toolbox. Starting with source number five, preparation. Ultimately, confidence for me comes from preparation. When an athlete is about to compete or someone's about to give a business presentation and they're feeling nervous or anxious, it's highly likely that they're not as well prepared as they should be. That's not to say they haven't put the effort into their preparation, but possibly they haven't spent the crucial time to prepare their mindset and give themselves the strategies to cope with the nerves. If that is the case, all the other hard work preparing might well go to waste if you can't mentally deal with the situation. It's why the US Navy SEALs in their groundbreaking mental toughness program took great pride in making sure all their recruits are very well prepared to deal with whatever might come their way. So correct preparation is an absolute key source of confidence for you to consider. I take great pride in preparing as well as possible for any challenge, not taking anything for granted and certainly not being complacent. Look at the Manchester United legendary manager Sir Alex Ferguson. It was rare for any of his teams to lose against lower level competition because he made sure his teams prepared very well every time. Many times performers go into an arena, whatever that may be, with thoughts of disaster and negative thinking. But if preparation has been thorough and the performer understands the implication of their training mindset, then there's no reason for them not to gain significant confidence from that preparation. Research shows that athletes have rated physical and mental preparation as one of their top sources of confidence. And successful world-class athletes have particularly emphasised the importance of quality training for their confidence and performance success. I'm reminded here of one of my favourite quotes in sport from the legendary and late Muhammad Ali when he said, The fight is won or lost far away from the witnesses, behind the lines, in the gym and out there on the road long before I dance under those lights. When looking at your preparation, you'll need to take a whole host of areas into account, not just the time in the gym or the training field, for example. Elements might include how much effort you've actually put into everything, your training programme, your fitness and the work you've done to improve it, your nutrition and knowing you've eaten the right things at the right time, your hydration levels, your mental preparation and going through what-if scenarios, and also your expectations of replicating at least what you do in training and yet being prepared for the unexpected, developing well-practiced strategies to execute what you need to, having routines to keep you where you need to be when you need to be there, And simply knowing you're prepared well for the situation. So preparing extraordinarily well will give you a big confidence boost. Source number six, feedback. We've already seen how useful verbal persuasion is in enhancing confidence. A further source along similar lines is getting feedback from significant others. 
people you either admire, respect, or even experts in those areas. Not everyone likes feedback, especially when it highlights deficiencies. But if given in the right way, it can also give you high levels of motivation to improve in the areas that need work. Athletes who train with coaches who give them frequent praise, technical instruction and encourage while correcting errors significantly increase their self-esteem over the course of a season. Now, coach feedback then is positively related to self-confidence. It's the combination of positive messages, praise, encouragement and motivation as in the verbal persuasion we've already identified, and also more specific information on what you can do better. I make a point of asking for feedback when I'm performing, generally asking what was good and what could be done better. And I'm also mindful to ask people I respect and those that I know will be quite honest with me. So this source is all about receiving useful feedback as well as support and encouragement from coaches, managers, teammates, parents and friends. Source number seven, coach or manager leadership. As with models and feedback, having a coach or leader that is on your wavelength, believes in you and is a source of inspiration, that can be another element in building your self-efficacy or your self-confidence. Now, as with all these sources, you need to remind yourself of why it helps and believing your coach or manager is skilled in decision making and leadership in terms of running the team and or your program is quite important. So as we've already seen in modelling and vicarious experiences, working with someone who's highly regarded in your area can boost your confidence on its own. Sometimes you just need to remind yourself of this, so not taking that relationship for granted Relationships vary tremendously between coaches and athletes, but the healthy ones are based on mutual trust and respect. And it's this trust and respect that, once solidly built, will help you as another source of confidence. Source 8. Self-presentation. A further source of confidence is what we call self-presentation. You probably can think of times when you felt you really looked the part, or as a junior you might have had a new kit or boots or a racket and couldn't wait to go out to compete. I remember playing for a football team that really took pride in their kits and their appearance. Going out most weeks in quality tracksuits and kit bags, we felt confident in the way we looked, as well as the way we'd prepared. So that self-presentation gave us a sense of pride and confidence as well. If you give a business presentation, for example, or lead meetings, then buying a nice suit and being well-groomed could be what does it for you. It certainly never harms to look great in terms of nice clothes and being well-groomed. Again, another critical non-essential, as Sir Clive Woodward would say. Something that, on its own, won't give you the confidence you need, but alongside other sources we've discussed, it's another element in your armoury, another brick in that foundation to a robust confidence. So elements here will include a thought process that says, I feel good about myself. I feel my body's in good shape. I like the clothes that I wear to compete or present. And even in everyday life, just taking time in your own self-presentation helps you feel better about yourself. And with any compliments that subsequently come your way, your confidence will only be enhanced even more. So to summarise this module, we've looked at Four more sources of confidence for your toolbox. Preparation, feedback, coach or manager leadership and self-presentation. Each of these sources 
can contribute to your levels of confidence. So add these to the big four, the previous successes, vicarious experiences, verbal persuasion and arousal control, and you start to understand that confidence can come from a multitude of areas. In the next module, we'll look at four more sources of confidence, social support, your environment or organisation, what we call self-regulation, and situational favourableness. Your mind activity. Think of how you can use the four sources we've discussed in this module to draw out some factors that give you confidence. In terms of your preparation, make sure that before you take on a challenge, you spend a few moments thinking about all of the things you've done, all of the time you spent in training, doing research to deliver what you need to. Give yourself a pat on the back for your efforts and look forward to delivering something special. With regards to general feedback and your coach or manager leadership, how can you use these to draw that little bit of extra confidence that will contribute to your overall levels? Finally, when you perform, take a moment to focus on your self-presentation. Wear the clothes that make you feel good or have a sense of pride if you're wearing your club kit or uniform. Sometimes this alone will be enough to give you a little boost when you need it most. Thank you for listening to the Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing Podcast. Can I ask two things from you? Firstly, please like and subscribe the podcast as this helps us get noticed. Likewise, if you can share the podcast with friends who might also benefit, I'd really appreciate it. The more attention the podcast gets, the more information I can bring to you. Thank you and enjoy.